Welcome to my 13th podcast, a second excerpt from my fifth published on Amazon book, Gemini, a novel, part 16, Tuesday, March 6, 1984. Patty's been at her parents' house for the last two days trying to calm out the in-laws. Her mother's lying on her deathbed, limping. I'm remarkably indifferent to Mama's fate. My loyalty to Patty is so strong the world could perish if it meant liberty and growth for her. If the old crocodile would just let go, all would be well. I've spent my whole life being a villain to one person or another, and I'm bored with it. Suspect it's inevitable in the life of all extraordinary men. Nothing I can do but carry on getting younger every day, make liars of them all. With luck and will, Patty can do the same. If she doesn't, she'll die pointlessly. All the young people I know can't wait to produce more art. I can't wait to quit. With rare and passionate exceptions, later alchemized into literature, my waking and sleeping life is nothing more than a constant alertness for more material. I'm obsessed, imprisoned, doomed, a junkie. Wednesday, March 7, 1984. In a classic matriarchy, women have contempt for all males not of the blood. Blood males can do no wrong, sons, fathers, grandfathers, etc. But all others can do no right, other than obey their wife and mother-in-law, and even that contains elements of scorn. Peculiar phenomenon, broken only by males they can't govern, like lounge lizards, unattainable heroes, or husbands that beat them for the slightest thing. They resent or hate such men, but adore them. In weak patriarchy, like the one that Patty comes from, lip service is paid to Papa, but he's otherwise kept in the dark as to the real affairs and running of the family. If he's as exhausted at day's end as Patty's dad is, that's easy. All a woman has to do is keep him well fed, and he nods off in his chair by eight. Power, in a very real sense, is then the prerogative of Mama, who fights to keep it till the day she dies, at whatever cost to herself and her progeny. Patty's mother is a classic of this type. A lying, cunning, monstrous fool who feels her way is the only way, despite a body that's living proof she's wrong, tortured as it is by a thousand nervous diseases. If it ended there, it would be bad enough. But unfortunately, in one way or another, all of her daughters are cut from the same cloth as herself, including Patty, although she doesn't know it yet. I want Patty to be strong in the right way, and for the right reasons, but she isn't. So it's doubly hard for me to get her free of herself and her mother's clutches. She manipulates and lies as soon as I take the knife from her throat. In a few minutes, I pick up Patty at the end of the line. Isn't can subway. She'll be wounded and angry and sick and happy to see me for 24 hours at least. After which it'll be war again. War on all fronts and for many reasons. Within 20 minutes of coming home, Patty did the following drawing. She's very sick, has a cold in her back and head. Yet she feels marvelous, and so do I. We're growing together wonderfully. She's on a roll creatively. It took me hours and hours of massage and sex and food to get her rid of her illness. It wasn't the cold she had. It was sorcery. The witch is crippling her. Patty doesn't believe her mother and sister would do that. But I've seen it before. Like it or not. I'll be censoring her family contacts for a while, especially Lisa, her other sister, trying to lure her to Florida to separate us. 
for a month, Patty's felt that she should go for a visit. But it's guilt that's drawing her, and guileless making the offer. Only the threat of my not allowing her to come back is stopping her. Patty's working on a Taoist form right now, rotating it on all four sides. She does this often in her work, like Eskimos and other primitives. Wonderful combination of styles, themes, and structures in her work. Mega talent in this girl, swarming out. Kind of scary. Daddy's proud. Even her therapy work has elements of magic in it. Perfection. I'm being driven outside by the power of this work in progress. Daren't risk affecting its execution in any way. Patty just tossed me the drawing she's been working on, said, Here, and tossed it at me like it was of no consequence. It's a masterpiece. A perfectly balanced yin-yang Tao in the form of a human heart. It took her only six years, nine drawings, and one angry old man to run interference, stroke and spank. Thank you, God. I must have done something right. A lot, if Patty's the prize. Patty immediately began another drawing. Erotic and simple and powerful. Her tenth real work of art. Full circle. From an angry witch Tao of 1979 to an introspective little girl wiggling her toes in the mud today. Wonderful. After her Tao of Tart, Patty looked like a legendary catamite, androgyny personified, an angel, the consequence of creative excellence. I expected it sooner or later, but this soon? No way. I mean, she was just a poor with a headache this morning. Transformation! Threw me a curve when she said she had to go back to the folks tonight. Said she can't handle living with helter-skelter across town and guilt about it down south. I didn't like it. But she's so damn balanced and strong this evening, all I could do was acquiesce. Artful little devil didn't tell me till the last. Says she's tired of deceit, but doesn't hesitate to use it on me. I love it when she does it successfully. Sucker for theater close to the wire, I am. No mistaking it. Invite to stay sharp. Expert at the game I am myself. I wonder if she knows.